Welcome to a brand spanking shiny as happy rainbow sparkle sunshine. Oh, my sweet Dolly. Could the hurricane stop edition of the Hollywood Hick? This here is me, Brent Paris, the Hollywood Hick, coming at all y'all from Hollywood, California, sitting up here in the Florida room, looking down on Hollywood town, just spitting distance from the most famous of intersections anywhere, talking about Hollywood and Vine, all y'all. But you're listening to me right here on the Crab Diving Network, www.crabdiving.com. Throw a backslash listen behind that what gonna happen you're gonna get all the fabulous programming right as it's happening right here on the crab diving network okay okay hollywood hick here comes on early day on the seven seven in the morning seven in the evening and um that's west coast time now if you got somewhere else where you reside then you need to do the maths because i ain't doing it for you you can follow the hick on the twitters at hwood hick and the facebook page facebook.com backslash the hollywood hick Okay, I think that's enough particular because it's been a hot minute since I got up in here doing one of these. And I apologize again. I said I was going to be better and then I wasn't. But let me tell you, when people start dying left to right around you, people that you actually care about and shit like that, it kind of makes you not want to talk into a motherfucking microphone because I was depressed. And I was like, fuck, the world is going to shit. My people are passing away. So the hick has been in a funk. He has now pulled himself out of it. He's going to get back on track. I promise, mother truckers. I mother trucking promise. But let Let's get to what's going on out there. And apparently what's going on is the world is going to shit. That's basically what it boils down to right now. The world is going to shit. We got hurricanes everywhere. There was Harvey. And then there was Irma. And then there was Jose. And now there's this Maria motherfucker that just fucked up some Puerto Rico. Like, I think Puerto Rico ain't got no power. Like, 100% no power. That Maria came through and was like, fuck all y'all. I don't care. She fucking went in there honey badger style. That's what the fuck happened. She was like, honey badger don't give a shit. Fuck Puerto Rico. Done and done. That's pretty much what happened. So, like, the world's going to shit. Earthquakes all over Mexico. There was just another one. One a couple of weeks ago. Now there's another one just the other day. Like, I saw somewhere there's, like, they're trying to rescue a kid that got stuck underneath the rubble of a, a school that, like, fell apart during the earthquake. Portland, not Portland, but like Oregon, I guess right outside of Portland, whatever, fucking on fire up there, everything, the world has gone to the shitter, we need to fucking realize that some shit's going on, and if we don't start to do something now, we is fucked, like, honestly, this, like, and this is a horrible way to look at it, but this is what I was thinking to myself, because I was reading something that was like, basically saying like, in 2100, it's gonna be like mass apocalypse, like, people are just gonna be, like, there's gonna be a, just annihilation of a lot of people because of the way that everything's going, and that's when I was thinking, well, at least I won't be around to see that shit so i'm like hoping that everything doesn't go to shit too bad before i kick the bucket but i am only about halfway through my time here from what i want to think um we don't know what's gonna happen because life has taught me that lately you just shit and just fucking fuck you up i'm just saying it's all but i mean these hurricanes and apparently like i was thinking this has to be the worst hurricane time 
er, right? The worst hurricane time ever. Because, I mean, it's just like one, two, three. Like, poor Houston, gone. Then you got that motherfucker like Joe Osteen down there that who's supposed to be a man of God who won't even open the doors to help nobody until everybody shamed him into it. Bitch-ass bitch. I hate people like that. I, that is why I have issues with religion. Like, do whatever the fuck you want to do, but just don't be a fucking lemming. That's what it is. At least you have a fucking thought of your own and be able to look at something and go like, you know what? This dude may not be 100% on the up and up because he don't practice what he preach. I don't like that. I fucking hate that. And these people are the kind that can dish it out, but they can't take it. They'll sit up there in their puppet telling me how horrible, an awful person I am because maybe I suck a dick every once in a while. But you know what? That is my business and the business of the person whose dick might or might not be getting sucked. I'm just saying is all, right? <clears throat> these motherfuckers like really why do we have to shame you into it it's like you just it's like you can dish it out but you can't take it you're like you need to be a good person you know what no you need to be a good person because you know one time i was at homo pride and there was these people because you know at homo pride i was walking in the parade being a good proud homo right and those people there's always that section where all the like super religious people who think that we are all an abomination that god put us here for some reason to just like be abominized or whatever it is but um really i honestly think it's like honestly i think these people are being tested it's like look apparently god makes everything according to y'all in his own image and he like ain't he don't do nothing wrong right well if he don't do nothing wrong then how are we wrong because we did not choose this that is well documented and i can tell you for a fact i did not choose to be a homo i come out this way as a homo i was a homo from the time i popped out the poon that's just how that shit works y'all i can't think of any other way to say it when i was twirling around wishing i was one woman in the third grade that was not a decision i made that was just shit that happened because my homo gene was like wonder woman is cool something with titties and big hair can kick ass too and i kind of like that that's how that goes down but what I'm saying is, you don't fucking choose. So whatever. But this is my point. This is my point. This is my point. Then I'm going to go back to hurricanes. But the thing is, we were not put here just because to be an antagonism to you people. That's not what happened. But what I think it is, I think we were put here um, to see how you motherfuckers react and how you treat people. Because Jesus would have treated us. From what I learned in vacation Bible school, Jesus would not act like you motherfuckers. They would just not happen. Just- <laughs> would not under any pretense this happened at all whatsoever but then you want to use all of this shit against people but I think we were put here to um to see how you would respond and see what you would or would not do to see what kind of part of the gospel you took away with you and what part you didn't so I think when you get up to them pearly gates and you push that button and think you're going to be waltzing right in what's going to happen is a trap door is going to open up and on your fall down they're going to be like you should have been nicer to the homo as you go down, down, down into the fiery pits of hell because that's where you belong with your fucking bullshit and your inability to just live and let live. Good Lord, have mercy. Your Lord, Dolly, would never let this happen. But your Lord apparently lets this happen. But I don't even believe that. I just think you're just misinformed. Really, I think you're honestly mis-mother-trucking informed. But let's go back to hurricanes. I digress, as I always do up here on the Hollywood Head program, right? Well, says over here, um, well, it says 25 days ago it made landfall, but that was like three or days ago. So it's like 27 or eight days ago that Harvey came. I mean, it's really, it's been less than a month. Harvey came through, fucked up Houston, right? Fucked it the fuck up royal, right? Just everything underwater. Crazy, right? Then just a couple of few days later, here comes Irma fucking up. I can't say that. Barbuda, is that it? Like, like this place, just 
decimated. Just bye, Felicia. That's what Irma said to that place. Comes in, starts wreaking havoc up in Florida, everywhere else along the way, like taking out the freaking the British, the, the whatever, the, the Virgin Islands. Is that which one it was? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, this article is long, so I just wanted to get some points. But this is some of the points this thing is making. She was the bullet points on this thing. Oh, here, oops, I should have told you where I'm at. But I'm looking at the New York Times, and it's an article that was called The 2017 Hurricane Season Really Is More Intense Than Normal. Of course, it is. these pictures are just one after another. I'm looking at a picture right now. Three motherfucking hurricanes in a row. Three of them. Three mother trucking hurricanes in a row. Harvey. Oh, no. Tropical Storm Katya is this one. Then Irma. This was right after Harvey. Irma. And then Tropical Storm Jose, who turned into another hurricane. Like, this shit is not playing. Mother Nature is like, I had ha, had it. No. But these are some of the bullet points from this of takeaway. So, like, y'all just know this shit ain't over. So, my, my, my crab diving boys sitting there in Florida now, I hope y'all are taking precautions because it looks like y'all going to have a rough ass mother trucking hurricane season over there. So, I hope everything's okay and y'all are batting down the mother trucking hatches, bitches. Okay, okay. But it says right here it will almost certainly be the most expensive season on record in the United States. Yep. So, we're going to have a lot of fucking hurt. Like, right now, it's, um, Katrina and three other major hurricanes caused more than $143.5 billion of damage so far. And we're just beginning of the hurricane season. This is going to be some fucked up shit. Like Puerto Rico, like they haven't had a direct hit since like 1985 or something I read yesterday. That's a long time to sit there and think like, oh, we're going to be cool. We're going to be cool. And then next thing you know, this freaking... Uh, what's her name? Maria comes along with her pinhole eye. Apparently, if it's got a little itty bitty hurricane eye, then that means that bitch is gonna fuck you up. So if you look at a picture of a hurricane coming your way and it's got a little itty bitty pinhole eye instead of like a nice little little like little full size eye that like lets you think that you've got a moment of reprieve there in the middle. Because I've been in a hurricane before, and when that eye comes, you're like, oh, everything's over. And then about forty five minutes, an hour later, it's like. Where did this all come from? It's back, bitches. It's nuts, right? But goes on and says, it'll it probably won't be the most active season on record. That's good. Um, that dubious distinction belongs to uh, by a large margin to 2005 and its 28 named storms, which exhausted the World Meteorological Organization's literally list of 21 names and forced officials to dip into the Greek alphabet for the first time. Um, yeah, so like apparently we're only allowed to have 21 hurricanes a year. Otherwise, um, we don't name them anymore. Why don't they just have a fucking 50 name list? Like, just keep going with your list. Just start throwing them on there got hurricane fred hurricane bonita just come up with a whole bunch of names oh they've retired names even apparently it's gonna be no more dennis's rita's stans wilma's or katrina's they're like we done had enough of those we're not gonna use those names no more um but in um contrast to that it says right here but it will most likely be near the top. So uh, currently, apparently, 1933 season had 20 storms, sits in second place. Uh, behind that are five seasons that produced 19 named storms apiece, one that produced 18, three had 16, four had 15. Um, this is all according to Weather Underground, which maintains a list of the top 10 busiest Atlantic hurricane seasons. Uh, by the end of November, this list will almost certainly include 2017. So um, this shit is just, like this shit this shit is real y'all so take these hurricanes serious because i have lived through them i went through hurricane hugo back in north carolina i think it was like 89 some shit like that i was in college made a hot dog out of my car dropped a pine tree right down the middle of it 
little white Toyota hatchback. That thing curled around that tree. Looked, I mean, swear, it looked like a hot dog straight up there in the driveway. I was like, well, I guess I ain't going back to school quite yet. I'm going to have to figure out how to get me some transportation. Straight up fucking sucked. And like, you have to, Pop had to bust out the chainsaw because so many trees down everywhere before you could get out of the driveway anywhere to go try to get ice because power was gone for evs and the line at the ice plant was a million miles long you just waited all day to get some ice to try to make sure your shit didn't spoil so you didn't get the salmonella um and then end up dying from the salmonella instead of the hurricane i'm just saying it's all but what i'm saying people take care watch out mother nature is pissed okay she is mother trucking pissed she ain't having it and i think you need to just start paying attention and say like lady i got you i understand i will be better i'm gonna start recycling I'm going to quit burning all this shit. I'm going to try to be a better person. I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste water. I'm not going to like, like, like pollute things any more than I have to because, um, because this bitch is not having it y'all. And we need to recognize, I'm just saying, okay. All right, let's move on to some other things happening in the world. I'm trying to breeze through some things cause it's been a hot minute, but there's just been a lot going on in the world. Like, I mean, everybody is horrible, awful. Everybody's horrible, awful. The president was just at the UN yesterday or the day before, whenever, I don't know. He was there like talking smack, calling, calling Kim Jong, what's his name over there in North Korea, the rocket man stuff. It's like the man has no fucking cooth. I just don't get it. And these people who like applaud his, uncouthness just need to be slapped upside their uncouth mug i swanny i just can't like even what's his name his like his like main dude kelly john kelly's ass name i don't know i'm going off the top of my head horrible with names but he's like got his head in his hands during his speech going like oh my sweet dolly what have i done what have i done like why honestly people just need to be like bitch no absolutely mother trucking not mic cut just cut his mic up just Pushed a button like that Kelly fella should just have a microphone button to just be like off. No, we cannot have this bloviating punk in here with that dead mangy fox on his fart bus up there talking all the shit that he's talking, fucking everybody up. But that's going on. Then you got Melania who comes behind him trying to give her first lady speech. And she's talking about cyberbullying and shit like that. Like I'm like, honestly, woman, like, like why you picked cyberbullying as your motherfucking platform is beyond me because that it just proves to me that you are a gold digger and a very good gold digger i'll give you because you freaking landed this pumpkin head with the with the like with the white eyes i don't understand if you're gonna put tanner on your face why would you not put it around your eyeballs like honestly that is skin too so when your eyes are the real color and the rest of you is some unnatural doesn't happen in nature what the fuck happened color of orange then this is what you get but the woman thinks that she should go into cyberbullying as her like little platform. Not like trying to bring healthy lunches to children like Michelle had done or even like trying to like clean up the drugs. Like even Nancy Reagan was like whatever as misguided as some of her shit was and a little bit heavy handed. The like war on drugs like there are some things like the opioid crisis right now. Maybe we want to focus on that. Lay off the weed people and go focus on the opioid part because that's the one killing everybody. That's what's killing everybody. From what I read the other day, too, the weed um, takes down the opioid problem if you got legal weed up in your area. But like nobody wants to acknowledge that because that means my cigarette people ain't going to get their money to give to me because that's what supports my politicking I don't get it. But it says over here on the slot website, right? 
Melania Trump condemns bullying in harsh terms without getting into any messy specifics. Of course not. Why would you get into specifics? Because the only specifics would point right to that pumpkin head with his fart puss across the breakfast table from your, I don't even think they sit across the breakfast table. They can't, like, she can't look at him that long. Like, I get, like, father goes, like, instead of trying to give his wife, his wife, the one who supposedly loves him and lets him put it up in her, a kiss when they showed up or something. He tried to shake his wife's hand. Like it's, you know, this shit is like done. Like she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe I got at least four years of having to pretend to like this motherfucker anymore. I just can't. I just, I'm convinced she is trapped. Like she is trapped. She's like just painted into a corner. Like ain't nobody ever been painted into a corner ever before. Right. But says right here on the slot on Wednesday, Melania Trump spoke at a luncheon on one of her few public topics, bullying, and how it's the responsibility of adults to teach kids how to behave through their words and actions. Unless they're president, presumably, which it says here, which we're all saying. But the Washington Post reports the luncheon was hosted by Trump for spouses of world leaders at the U.S. mission to the United Nations. And Politico says she was seated with a bunch of people. I don't know who the fuck they are. A bunch of like wives of important people all over the world, right? Um... But I says, irony has long been dead, buried, exhumed, kicked around, and then dissolved in a vat of acid. But it's still insane to read Politico's account of Trump's speech, which condemns the dangers of facing bullied children, uh, the dangers facing bullied children. It, it just doesn't get into any specifics about how Donald Trump and his administration have deliberately supported such abuses while shutting down systems for actual recourse against their perpetrators. Right. Says she said no child should ever feel hungry, stalked, frightened, terrorized, bullied, isolated or afraid with nowhere to turn. We need to step up, come together and ensure that our children's future is bright. Yes, I agree with that statement. However, I don't think you believe the words coming out of your mouth because I honestly think somebody just strung them together and you're just saying them and the dead, dead dead deadness inside you has yet to absorb this because look at like she's like dead inside like Kristen Stewart like I, when I look at her like you can just look at her eyes like it's just dead inside she's like oh my god I am so dead inside she's like that twilight Kristen Stewart girl every time I see a picture of her, I'm like look at her eyes there is nothing behind them there's nothing by there she's dead inside there's something about that girl that bugs me she just looks dead inside to me I don't care what nobody says it's my opinion my opinion alone but I'm just saying as though. Then this woman goes on, Melania, goes on. Uh, uh, she stated she'd be pushing an anti-bullying bullying initiative from her position as first lady. No actual policy agenda has been submitted. Of course not, because that would take accountability and or effort. Uh, but she goes on and says, we must teach every child the values of empathy and communication that are the core of the kindness, mindfulness, integrity, and leadership, which can only be taught by example. Okay, now now you just until you address the pumpkin head with that dead mangy fox and on top of it and that fucking fart puss that he makes all the time until you address that. I don't give a believe a fucking word out of your fucking mouth, you fucking bitch. That's how I look at this, because this is just you fucking giving lip service because you're like, oh, they're going to make me talk about something. So cyberbullying is a is a topic now. But your husband, who happens to also be the president of the United States, which is mother truck ridiculous. um is the world's worst perpetrator at the moment. He is doing it unabashed, just crazy, just having... Not, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. This, this whole thing just doesn't make any sense to me. It just, but it's the whole... The, the, the world right now doesn't make any sense to me. I just can't... I can't wrap my brain around people and their entitledness and their fucking bullshit and the, the fact that they are just so fucking dumb and just can't see what's really going on around them and it's like this it's like they're going through life with horse blinders on and then also uh, just a, a freaking 
piece of another blinder that's only about six inches in front of their eyes. So all they can see is about a six inch square of the world that's happening around them because there is no reality. And this woman and her freaking inability to grasp what's happening. I'm just saying is all whatever. Bye, Felicia. I'm done talking about Melania and or Pumpkinhead. I'm telling you, I just can't, I just can't like. And, and the, my problem is, I can't quit looking at the news stuff. So I get I get all aggravated and heated and all freaking inner hell no going nuts up inside me, right? And then the next thing I know, I'm looking at it again after I said quit reading all the news. But then I read all the news and I just want to punch the world. I just want to punch the world right in the throat so it just can't talk back and just sit there and have to stew in its nonsense and think about what it's done. I'm saying you need to put it like when I was in play school, which was what we called the um, like preschool before kindergarten, we went to play school, right? And my teacher had a thinking chair. I was forever in that damn thinking chair because I was doing shit to get me put in that thinking chair. And you'd have to sit there and think about what you done did. I think that's what we need for the current Republican administration. Actually, a lot of Democrats need it too. Like we need a political thinking chair like you get put in a thinking chair and you need to sit there and think about what you done did and how it's affecting people and quit trying to make everybody the same and take away their fucking health care and all of those kind of things because diversity and um, a whole lot of different opinions is what makes the world go around and if any of y'all ever paid attention to how the fucking government works the times when the country did the best and was most prosperous and getting along was when people compromised and did not have this fucking my way or the highway fuck you it's my game and if you're not going to play my game then I'm going home fucking mentality like you're a fucking six-year-old child dolly don't got enough whatever i can't even talk anymore it makes me so upset what i'm saying is there is not enough dolly in the world for these people that's what i'm trying to say messed up my dolly comment that's how upset i am i'm just saying all right let's go to something else to talk about ooh, 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 ooh. i think i got this over here on the flip boards let's just talk about some celebrity types and all of their woes because that makes me feel better about myself but have y'all been looking at the tmz i've been looking at the tmz because um, at least that's where i can get some news that makes me feel better about myself because it's usually about celebrities who are in some kind of problem and or doing some untoward nonsense that then makes me feel better about myself but then now this kevin hart the comedian right he is done gone and got himself in trouble like don't go professing shit because you know what happened was um he had he had been cheating on his first wife she got he got busted she was like bye felicia i'm sure she got a fucking hell of a settlement out of that dude and then he went on to his side piece who he then married and knocked up and then started cheating on her after he went on one some radio program saying how he wasn't gonna cheat anymore because it's too easy to get caught being a celebrity and the next thing you know motherfuckers and getting extorted by a stripper or at least that's what it seems like that's the girl whatever the girl who's in the video claims to not be a stripper but um everybody was saying she was a stripper so i'm gonna choose for the moment to believe she was a stripper although i could be wrong but we'll just have to go with that narrative because that's what it says over here on the people celebrity people magazine celebrity section right says right here everything we know about chris hart's alleged extortion case and cheating scandals yeah because somebody got some video of his ass and they trying to take him from millions and millions and he's like uh-uh, you ain't gonna extort me. I mean, I have to give him his prop for coming out and just sort of facing it and saying, like, I done fucked up. Uh, sorry, y'all, but um, you ain't gonna take all my money like this. Uh, mother trucking, uh. But says right here, 
on the People's Celebrity Section. Kevin Hart is facing a media storm after an alleged extortion attempt against the comedian prompted him to issue an emotional apology to his wife and children on social media. The 38-year-old star apologized to his pregnant wife, Nico Parrish, in the Instagram video claiming that there was someone who was trying to make financial gain from his misbehavior. Now, see, if you hadn't been out misbehaving, you wouldn't be in this situation right now. I'm just saying is all right. Um, Here's everything we know so far about the alleged extortion and the cheating rumors that have plagued the central intelligence actor for months. All right. Also, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He's like in a bathing suit. He's got a great upper body, but he looks like one of those dudes that needs to pay attention to his legs. I'm just saying all these dudes like you, you have a lower half of your body too, guys. So when you go to the gymnasium, you need to also work that out so that you're proportionate and you don't got these little stick legs hanging out underneath your big overly bloated top where you've been pumping that up, but you don't pump anything down below besides your dick when you're wagging off. I don't get it. But that's just a different story for a different day. It says right here, the FBI is reportedly investigating an alleged extortion attempt. Reports surfaced over the weekend that federal officials are investigating an alleged blackmail attempt that allegedly allegedly includes a sexually provocative video of Hart. Now, I've seen some pictures of it on the Internet, and this shit is fucking low grade. It is great. Like, whatever. Apparently, it is him. But um, really, like, apparently, you can't even really see what's going on. But whatever, I digress. Someone tried to set Kevin up in a failed extortion attempt. Um, As law enforcement is involved, we cannot comment further as it could affect the investigation. That's coming from his representatives, right, Mr. Kevin Hart. Uh, TMZ reports that the FBI agents believe they know the identity of a person who allegedly demanded money to not leak the video, which features a man who may or may not be Hart getting cozy with a woman at a club and then in a bedroom. Um, Officials have reportedly identified the woman as in the alleged footage and believe she or someone else attempted to blackmail the star. Uh, The alleged extortionist reportedly told the TMZ that he or she was trying to get money and expose Hart for cheating. The person who also claimed to have seen Hart partying in Las Vegas last month and accused the actor of cheating on Parrish with Sarah women. Uh, he apologized for his mistakes in an emotional video. Like, I love it. It's like, in an emotional video. Like, this is what people don't like. This is where Kevin Hart was smart. This is right here where Kevin Hart was smart and not some dumbass, right? He got in front of it. So instead of getting outed, he was like, nope, you know what? I'm just going to put this out there. This is what it is. This is this. And that is that. I done did it. I'm busted. And if I reveal the news, then it takes away a lot of these people's power. Like, People don't get that. They think they're going to hide and it's just going to go away. Mm-mm. Ain't going to happen, Captain, because these people want money and they know you got money and they're going to put it on everything. TMZ, whatever Z they want to put it on, like all over the Internet. And if you ain't freaking smart about it, they'll just put it up there for free out of spite once they don't get no money out of nobody. So you better be careful. Um, but it says here, before the news of alleged extortion broke, Hart shared an Instagram video in which he revealed that a person was trying to make financial gain off his past misbehavior and apologized to his family. He said he's at a place in his life where I feel like I have a target on my back. You do, because you're a big celebrity and you're out there in Vegas dipping your pen where your pen don't need to be dipped. And then next thing you know, you people forget there are cameras everywhere. Everyone everywhere is walking around with a camera in their mother trucking pocket. I got one right here beside me. Ain't in my pocket because I'm in my jammies. But still, I'm in my comfortable clothes. That's okay. Can't nobody see me. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It's like everybody's got a camera. So fucking just be careful. Like don't do like honestly, just don't. Like go you got a lovely wife at home. Go dip it in that. I'm just saying, or have an arrangement where y'all cool with this. Find you somebody who's cool with open relationship stuff where be like, you know what? You can come home, get you some whenever you want, pay all the bills, 
take care of these children, do all of that stuff. I'm going to be a lady of luxury. And then you go tap it wherever you want, but just don't fucking throw it up in my face. Like if that's your arrangement, then that's your arrangement. Uh, but he went on and said, he said, I made a bad error in judgment and put myself in bad environment where I had only bad things can happen. And they did. And in doing that, I know that I'm going to hurt the people closest to me who I've talked to and apologized to. That would be my wife and kids. Uh, Hart, whose dad to daughter Heaven 12 and son Hendrix 9 with ex-wife Teray is expecting a baby with Parrish. So um, this is a pretty shitty situation is what it says right here. Um, Apparently, Hart was accused of cheating on Parrish over the summer. Uh, he laughed off rumors that he cheated on his 32-year-old wife with a woman at a Miami nightclub, but I'm guessing that probably happened. Um, at the end of the day, you just got to laugh at the BS, he wrote. Um, live, laugh, love, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No, you got busted, dude. You totally got busted. All right. Hart's ex-wife claimed that he cheated on her with Parrish while they were married. Like, we already knew that. Uh, he was, again, forced to address rumors of infidelity a month, late, a month later uh, when his wife Torre claimed that Hart and Paris started dating before he split from her. So, um, th- Kevin, dude, why you gotta be like this? Why you gotta be like this? Um, apparently, uh, apparently the Paris had responded though the that their marriage was broken way before she came to the picture, and they were separated and living in separate homes, and it was never a secret. Now, if they were separated, that's a different story. That's a totally different story. But what has happened now, the girl who's in the video with him has done went and got herself a high-priced lawyer, right, over here on People Again. It says, Kevin Hart's alleged accuser steps forward with high-powered lawyer. So um, apparently the woman at the center of the Kevin Hart sexist torture scandal has officially identified herself and is ready to set this record straight. Uh, she went done went and got high powered lawyer Lisa Bloom, who be who represents all kind of celebrities and all kind of scandals. This woman must be making a killing because celebrities ain't nothing but a big old scandal half the time. There's always a celebrity in need of a high priced, uh, fancy Lisa Bloom type lawyer, right? Um, so apparently, uh, this the person who is um in the video with him is named Montia Sabag. I hope I'm saying this name right. Uh, who Bloom tells everybody is an actress and model, and um, according to Bloom, Sabag was briefly involved with Kevin Hart a month ago. Since that time, she's been the subject of false, vicious attacks on her character because she's saying she ain't the one who is extorting this stuff. And also, I think they're really upset because everybody keeps referring to her as a stripper, and she's like, "This girl ain't no stripper," but um. Whatever. I was going to say she looks like a stripper, but that is being very judgy. And Dolly Parton tells me not to judge. So I am not going to judge. And I'm going to take that back. Because if she says she ain't a stripper until I got proofs that she was a stripper, I'm going to keep my mouth shut, even though um, it just seems logical that that might have been her profession. But if she ain't no stripper, she ain't no stripper. And we'll just go with that. Um, But apparently this woman's done... I had it. She lives down in Long Beach, California. It says right here, the outlet reported that Sabag 27 lives in Long Beach and works as a stripper. Sources told people that Parrish is supporting her husband amid the allegations that there is absolutely no divorce talk. So she, she ain't, uh-uh. She's smart. She's like, I'm pregnant. I'm married to Kevin Hart. I'll get through this and just keep this Kevin Hart money flowing, right? So blah, blah, blah. Kevin Hart. Basically, what this boils down to. We got other things to move on to, and I'm about halfway through the program, and I ain't touched on half of nothing of what I want to talk about. But Kevin, baby sugar, can I just just confide in you for a second? Be careful where you put your pecker, okay? Everybody's got cameras these days. So don't go out and get... See, I can go out and get drunk, put my pecker about anywhere I want to, and ain't nobody going to care. 
you, unfortunately, due to the fact that you're a big old celebrity man making all this money doing your comedy shows and these movies and stuff, you cannot put your pecker wherever you want to. Anytime you want to, you got to be extra careful and like just take phones, make people sign non-disclosure, like keep a non-disclosure in your back pocket. Be like, lady, I'm about to put this in you, but you got to sign right here first because I ain't putting this up in you until you sign right here first. I don't I mean, it's kind of shitty, but that just seems like the world we live in. Right. Just saying it's all. All right. What the fuck else is going on? Oh, this story cracks me up because I'm torn on this story here. I think I got it over. Hopefully it'll show up in my bookmarks because um, where did it go? Okay, okay. here we go. Here we go. Because I am torn on this story here because there's a story about up in Seattle. Right. Um, Where this dude basically with a stupid ass swastika fucking armband on his arm, like thinking that nobody's going to take notice of that and maybe have issue. I don't get it. Um, but the thing is, he basically was out running his mouth, talking a whole bunch of smack around like, people on a bus or something. Whatever, we're getting the story. But basically got his ass knocked the fuck out. And I'm torn on this because it's like, okay, is this the right way to respond to this kind of fucking thing? Some people say yes. Some people say no. I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I don't know how to go work through this. But here we go. So what happened was, over here on the Root website, says anti-fascist hunt down, knock out neo-Nazi for harassing black man, right? So um says basically what happened was where's the thing? Let me get to where this starts. Okay. There was a whole bunch of just stupid shit here on this website. Here we go. On Sunday, a Seattle man who goes by the handle Bigot Basher heard about a black man being harassed on a Seattle commuter train in a Reddit post. Um, Bigot Basher began sharing the photo around Seattle's anti-fascist community, right? Like this dude is on a public transportation with a freaking swastika armband looking like a Nazi, thinking that nobody's going to take issue with that. Apparently, soon a few people started tweeting and sending private messages that they had located the man in downtown Seattle, right? So um, when the man was found, he was confronted by one sweatshirt-wearing ruffian who apparently disagreed with either the white supremacist's political positions or his swastika armband. Now, apparently, he was hollering a whole bunch of horrible, hateful, racist-type shit at people. I'm sure he was using the N-word and things like that, from what I understand. And if I'm wrong there, sorry, I don't mean to say that, but, like, whatever. He was hollering some shit that was seriously inappropriate and pisses the people off and in seattle they wasn't having it right so he's confronted by this dude the neo-nazis elegantly tried to explain himself before he was kindly served without charge a healthy portion of an ancient sub-saharan african dish called D's hands like why am I reading this one I don't like how this was ripped whatever basically dude walked up and was like you know what I can't put up with this and just went out one punch knocked the bitch out just like hello fist face the pavement right uh they haven't been able to ver- verify anyone involved in the incident but now we've got an update up here so it says apparently the man who witnessed the neo-nazi get knocked the fuck out says that before the white supremacist lay down for an impromptu involuntary nap on the sidewalk he was yelling racist propaganda at passersby and even threw a banana at a man okay that's why you got knocked the fuck out dude there's the thing like i don't know if i agree with somebody just knocking you the fuck out because it is america and we can say whatever the fuck we want that's part of it like well within limits you can't go yell fire in a theater but like for the most part i mean if he wants to yell nazi shit that's just right but at the same time there are people who are not gonna put up with that who might walk up to you and knock you the fuck out and that's what happened now i ain't even saying it's appropriate to knock him the fuck out like it's like i don't know the thing is i don't know how to deal with this because it's like i don't like violence in any way to be the answer for shit you know what i mean but at the same time sometimes some somebody just needs to be shut the fuck up and knock the fuck out and apparently 
Well, let's just keep going. It says, Sean Patrick Duff, who took the now infamous photo and video, was on his way to see that movie Baby Driver when he encountered the man screaming at people. They call it Alex Jones style. That dude, ooh, we got a thing on Alex Jones type people here in a minute, too. I love. Um, but a crowd gathered around, and one of the onlookers told the man to get the fuck out of our city. Uh, but uh, says, but if there is one credit, we must give the whole Caucasianity. What the fuck is that word? Caucasianity. It is their unafraid, thrill-seeking gene. Duff says that the neo-Nazis, surrounded by people, turned toward the person who had told him to leave the city and threw a banana at him. That's how he got knocked the fuck out. That's right there how this dude got knocked the fuck out. Almost immediately, another person ran from across the street and delivered the chin checkmate to the unidentified racist, calling him to go night-night. Duff took the video and photographic evidence because he wanted to know if this was really happening. He admits that he has a very high offer of about 800 grams of... He was... Wait a minute. He admits that he was very high off about 800 grams. So dude had been smoking weed. What the fuck is this talking about? He was going to see a movie. He smoked weed in a place where weed is legal. I think it's legal. Yeah, because the whole West Coast is legal up there. So I'm thinking Seattle's legal too. So he ain't doing anything wrong. And if I'm going to go to a movie, sometimes maybe that's me too. I'm just saying. Um, there is no word on whether the banana was from home. What if that's stupid? But this is the thing. I'm torn. I don't know how to respond to this. I don't know what we should or should not be. How do you how do you handle that situation? Like, I, I want to su- applaud the dude for knocking the fucking Nazi out. But at the same time, is that the right way to respond? Because we're trying to say you shouldn't be fighting violence with violence. But then at the same time, this dude got knocked the fuck out. Although I fully feel like he completely deserved it. I don't know. I'm torn. So if y'all got any tips for the Hollywood hick and how to handle this, feel free to visit the Facebook page at facebook.com backslash the Hollywood hick and tell me whether you think, um, what, what, what you think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer to this. I can't figure it out. Like the world is so gone to shit. It's just like people just lashing out left and right. But I don't know if that's appropriate actions to be taken. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go to something else because I just can't with people. Like, I just can't. Like, with so much racism right now, like, I can't believe, like, I always knew there was still racism alive in this here country. But this punkin' head president with the fart puss and that dead mangy fox has sure brought the racist out in freaking full. But, like, people now, like, they feel, they feel obligated to just to just wear uh, literally to wear their racism on their sleeve like this dude with his Nazi armband that's like literally what he did literally what he done went and did oh my sweet dolly oh my sweet dolly all right what else is going on out there oh speaking of dolly and these crazy people okay Emmys happened the other night people won awards I don't watch that shit I just watch the clips the next morning to see what anything good night holds only one clip worth watching and that's the one with Dolly Parton where she went up there with her nine to five friends uh, Jane Fonda and Miss Lily Tomlin, right? Well, of course, Jane Fonda, who like very famously was opposed to the Vietnam War, got dubbed Hanoi Jane, all of this kind of stuff. And then um, Lily Tomlin, who everybody wants to consider that liberal lesbian because that's pretty much what she is. So the three of them are in one of the most iconic lady movies of all time where they stood up to male oppression. It was a huge hit. It's That movie still holds up, by the way. It's still one of my all-time favorite movies. It is fucking hysterical. It is tits awesome. Dolly Parton is amazing. So is Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Actually, Dabney Coleman is so good in that too. Like, everybody is good. Everybody's good. The movie is tits awesome, right? Well, so 
now everybody that's on these stupid freaking mouth-breathing moron right-wing motherfuckers are mad at Dolly Parton because she happened to be on stage with two ladies that she's had a 40-plus year friendship with, made this movie back in the fucking, like, 80s that's still, like, a huge classic and everything. And, like, they're all upset now because she stood between them and didn't stop them when they made a joke that referenced the president when, obviously, um... He needs to be joked about. But like they were making the joke. Like in the movie, they were talking about how they were standing up to a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot, right? Which was Mr. Hart. And they were basically saying that that's what's happening right now and they ain't going to have it. Well, because Dolly Parton didn't go, oh, ladies, that's the worst. Trump is the best person ever put on this planet. She just did what Dolly Parton does, which is be the sweetest, most gracious, wonderful person ever to grace this fucking planet. And she made titty jokes and a vibrator joke to sort of lighten the mood and just make it seem like whatever. But because she was sandwiched between these two ultra-liberal, horrible, awful people, her Facebook went kaboom with all these people like, I will never go to Dolly World again, which then tells me you've never been to Dollywood because you don't even know the name of the place because it's not Dolly World, it's Dollywood. And if you go there as religiously as you say you do, you would know that. So also... You click on some of these stupid Facebook profiles and they got one friend, which means you are a pussy ass pussy who is afraid to even stand up and let people know that it is you making these comments a lot of the time. You have to do it under some anonymous fucking Facebook page because you're a fucking chicken ass pussy ass bitch. That's what that means. You do not come for Dolly and think the Hollywood hick is not going to stand up there and smack you bitches right up. See, like now, see, like now, I'm like one to take out the nuts. Like, I, I, it makes me want to punch people in the fucking throat and then break their fingers. I don't want to be able to hear what they got to say. I don't want to be able to read what they have to type because they just ain't got no damn sense. None. They're just so close-minded and just awful and hateful and just can't wrap their fucking brain around the fucking world that we live in. It's just so close-minded and awful and just awful. But says over here on the Advocate website, Trump supporters shred Dolly Parton for standing with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, right? It's a, it's a, it's the line right here says it's almost as though they know nothing about nine to five or her support of the L, of her LGBT fans. Like honestly, Dolly Parton, one she loves everybody. If one person on this planet can truly say they love everybody and everybody loves them. It's well, I guess apparently everybody doesn't love him because if she doesn't say exactly what you want her to say and fucking conform to your fucking close-minded bullshit, then you're gonna fucking pitch a fit. But it's like you, that means you don't pay attention to the fucking world around you. Like she's very open about it. she like she doesn't really get that political about shit, but you can kind of read between the lines and tell that she's pretty fucking liberal. She is down with the homo. She wants to help people. She wants to spread the love. All of that kind of stuff. These 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 people too probably live in the area that was affected by the fires in Tennessee that she is personally responsible for helping more people than anyone else over there. She put on a telethon. She gave $1,000 and probably is still giving $1,000 a month to families who lost their homes in those fires to help them get back on their feet. What the fuck are these cunt-faced bitches doing? Absolutely, positively nothing. All they want to do is fucking criticize on the fucking Facebooks because they're such fucking closed-minded, horrible, awful, hateful people. Just horrible, right? 
Well, says right here on The Advocate, it's almost as though Dolly Parton's right-leaning fans are completely unaware of the fact that she starred in and well, she did oh and wrote the hit title song. I was say she did not write that movie. She wrote the song, got it, for one of the preeminent feminist bent films of all time. In fact, she was so attached to Nine to Five, the movie that thirty years later she wrote the music and lyrics for the Broadway musical version of the story, in which three overworked, underappreciated women fantasize about roping and poisoning their deadly sexist macho man of a boss and yet Parton's Donald Trump supporting fans are eviscerating her on social media for appearing alongside Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda for the long awaited 9 to 5 reunion at Sunday's Emmy Awards as though they had no idea she's got some friends on the left. Um, goes on and says back in 1980 in that movie we refused to be controlled by this is what they said at the Emmys back in 1980 in that movie we refused to be controlled by a sexist egotistical lying hypocritical bigot that's what Jane Fonda said and in 2017 we still refuse to be controlled by a sexist egotistical lying hypocritical bigot is what Tomlin chimed into afterwards Parton, although silently, playfully pretended to be surprised by their applying of one of the film's famous quotes to Trump. Like, so, like she tried to fucking mug it up, though that's not enough for you people. It's just, it just makes no sense. Um, it's also almost as though Parton's fan- fans had no idea that her co-stars in the 80 film were about already subversive by most right-wing standards. Fonda has always been outspoken about politics, earning herself the nickname Hanoi Jane for her one-woman protest of the Vietnam War that incensed conservatives at the time. And Tomlin has been an out lesbian since the beginning of her career. And even though Parton broke up the politics with her own brand of homespun humor, yes, her titty jokes about shock and awe, that's the name for her titties, and then her vibrator joke, that was nothing to these people. Uh, the trio had happened to be nominated for Emmy Awards with Fonda and Tomlin. They were nominated for their Netflix show Grace and Frankie. And then Dolly Parton was nominated for, for um, her Code of Many Colors movie. Uh, but then you get on Facebook, these are the kind of shit people were saying. I would not spend a penny on your items again until you repudiate what was done to our presidents and your presence and you in agreement. Your next movie should be Dolly finally showed her true colors. Like, honestly, she's been showing her true colors the whole time. You just ain't paying attention, sugar. That's the problem. Your inability to pay attention and or fucking connect the dots is not someone else's fault. This, that, that's the, why do people think that it's always got to be somebody else's mother trucking fault? Own your own motherfucking house. You are not entitled to one goddamn thing ever put on this. You are not entitled to nothing. No one anywhere is entitled to shit. So if you think that you're entitled to Dolly Parton thinking exactly the same way you do, you are going to be sadly mistaken because that is one of the strongest, most vocal, most just genuinely good people ever put on this planet. Um, then there was another one that says one particularly histronic commenter suggested that Parton's appearance on the Emmys would lead to the economic demise of the town that houses her theme park Dollywood I honestly don't like this shit's gonna blow over people gonna be like oh forgot all about it um, there's another one went on and said after the Emmys would never give my grandchildren an album of yours if you are a true Christian and USA loving patriotic American you would have stood up for our president um, honey who said this if you were a true Christian you would understand that Jesus would not act this way Jesus would not be making the comment that is coming out of your fingertips into your fucking computer behind the fucking just like a pussy like people who just comment on shit on the internet are fucking pussies um they went on and said so extremely disappointed in you heartbreaking for your fans and for the innocent residents of pigeon forge tennessee as you have just single-handedly destroyed the local economy um she saved that economy 
She is the largest employer in eastern Tennessee. That area was just nothing but Appalachia and not much of anything happening there. Dolly Parton came in and invigorated that area and brought people jobs and fucking self-worth and all kind of other shit. And now you want to tear that down for these people for the simple fact that she didn't fucking stop two people from saying something that should have probably been said anyway because it's the motherfucking truth. I don't get it. Like, so you would rather have all of these people suffer to boycott them and to have to kill their income, kill their way of taking care of themselves and their families because you and your Christian good godliness can't fucking put your brain around that. It makes no fucking sense to me. None, none whatsoever. Um, she, this woman still goes on and says, these innocent people will become as poor as you were growing up, all because you wouldn't stand up against the trashing of our president. No, this just means that you are a horrible awful, hateful person who has no fucking concept of how to be a decent person and live and let live and just fucking go on with your life. No, because one person did not do what you wanted to do in the moment that you wanted to do it. You are now going to punish the eastern half of a state. That's how that's your way of that's your way of dealing with it. Way to go. Way to go. Way to be a fine upstanding citizen right there, you fucking cunt face cunt. Honestly, I just can't with these people. I just fucking can't. Uh goes on and says, the bashing apart and goes on for thousands of comments on her Facebook page accusing her of aligning herself with liberals. It's like they aren't aware that she's never wavered in support of her LGBT fans, having spoken up for trans people regarding North Carolina's bathroom bill and for marriage equality going back to 2009. Not to mention she has often dedicated her smash hit Jolene to the drag queens who dress like her at concerts. So people, please pull your fucking head out of your ass before you comment. Cause I was reading those comments. I actually found it quite comical because it just gets to a point where you're like this, this is such a fucking record of how horrible the world is right now. I just fucking can't. So back off my dolly bitches. Are you Hollywood hick is coming for your ass. I'm just saying is all I will tell you to your face how fucking horrible you are. Well, Oh my sweet dolly. We are running out of time here. I had so many other things to talk about. Oh, my goodness. I'm going camping this weekend. I'm going to be up in the Malibu wilderness um, in Leo Creo uh, with an annual camping trip with some friends. So um, that should be nice, right? But what else is going on? I was going to, oh, oh, oh. Let's talk about the fuck you, girl, because I love this. I was talking about earlier about how I yell at Alec Jones style, right? Well, let me find this article. Hold, please. This this story. You want to talk about something that warmed my fucking heart the other day when I read this and saw this on the fucking RAR story website? It's been on a whole bunch of other stuff. But you know that Alex Jones, he's from that InfoWars. He's just a horrible, awful, hateful type person. Just the worst of the worst, right? Just always yelling and bloviating, getting all red-faced and just uh, angry. Just anger. Just anger spews out of this dude. Just anger, 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 right? Well, says right here on the RAR story website, you're a fucking idiot. InfoWars reporter stunned after he's brutally mocked by a young girl. So there's this young girl. He's out just going up to people asking asinine questions, right? Trying to just be a royal pain in the ass to see what kind of freaking reaction he can get. And he got reacted. And then the, my favorite part is how butt hurt these people got too. But it says right here, InfoWars reporter Owen Schroyer was shocked when a young girl used vulgar language to question his intelligence. Um, at a recent protest, Schroyer walked up to a young girl and shoved a microphone in her face asking, how are you young man? To a young girl said, how how are you, young man? And she goes, um, you're a fucking idiot. He retorts, wow, who taught you that language? She goes, oh, wow, oh, my gosh. That is, oh, my God. 
basically she ends up saying her mama. Her mama is the one who taught her this language. So then those two, Alex Jones and this guy, go on the show and start to butt hurt, butt hurt beyond belief from a fucking ten year old girl. Was she ten? I think she's ten. This thing should give more information. Ross, I did not save a good story for this. Those others with more stories. But these two got so fucking upset. There, they spent a whole like half hour on their stupid website program talking about how like this child was horrible. I like basically you got schooled. I think she's like eleven or something like that. You got schooled by an eleven year old girl, Owen. You got schooled by an eleven year old girl. So I love it. She's like, don't. You think you're so fucking smart? You got owned by an 11-year-old. That should be, really, you should take pods. You should seriously take pods. Okay, whatever. So, I love you, fuck, you're a fucking idiot, girl. I fucking love you. You're a fucking idiot, kid. You're the best. You are the best. All right, what else is going on out there? There's so many other things I was going to talk about. We ain't going to have time. I've got just a few minutes left here, but oh my God. Mariah Carey's up to her old tricks. We're going to have to save that one. Oh, I read a whole thing about sex offender panic, and I kind of agree with this. Like some of this, some people just do not need to be on that list. And that's true. Like a lot, some people do, but like some don't need to be on there. There was a journalist killed by a crocodile while taking a leak. We got to get on that one day. Um, a Nashville woman just up and shoots a homeless dude because he told her her Porsche, to, could you please quit blowing your fucking gas fumes in my face while I'm trying to sleep over here on the sidewalk? James Woods. James motherfucking Woods. We have spoken about him before on the Hollywood Hick program. And today we're going to talk about him again. Well, not today because there ain't time to get into this. But that Amber Tamblyn actress done took him to fucking church. She done fucking schooled his ass schooled his ass, schooled his ass on his pedophile ways. And he's like, when you can get James Woods to shut the fuck up, you done took a bitch out, right? Ted Cruz loves porn, apparently. Maybe not, but whatever. Like, that was, he liked porn on there. Like, fucking hysterical. Here we go. We are going to wrap up the program today with this. Let me find this article. Hold, please, this I go to music festivals sometimes. You mother truckers go to music festivals and you want to like get in there. And you're like, oh my God, I cannot believe these booze prices up in here. I'm at a music festival. I should have a nice music festival buzz, but these prices are crazy. And they make smuggling harder these days. They like look everywhere. I used to be really good at smuggling. And now they dig so deep, like it's hard to smuggle. You got to really, really get creative to smuggle these days into this stuff. Well, there's this dude over in, I think it's New York somewhere who did like whatever. On the Daily Dot right here, it says, genius dude, barrels a vodka bottle at a music festival festival site beforehand digs it up during brilliant brilliant i'm always trying to smuggle it in my satchel and or my person this is brilliant um so like blah 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 okay it's hard to get it like we're gonna cut to the chase we're running out of time right here on the program right but it says there's this dude, Alex Diamond, um, in advance of the Electric Zoo Music Festival in New York City, Diamond decided to stick it to demand. How? By bearing a bottle of vodka on the festival grounds before the setup began, and then by going to the festival, shovel in hand, and digging up as much his much cheaper vodka that he had. So Diamond said he'd been to the festival several years in a row and knew the layout well. He also knew the site was unoccupied leading up to it, so he went there three weeks in advance and, taking his inspiration from pirates, buried some treasure. Uh, he told something called the Lad Bible. That, he said, the objective, once we got to the festival, was to remove the bottle without attracting attention. Like, this is so mother-trucking brilliant. Brilliant! Brilliant! The hardest part was trying to raise any suspicions because there's quite a lot of cameras and festival staff around. Once we got to the GPS spot, he, I love how he did it. Like, this is like fucking planned. He had it like on his phone, exactly where he needed to go. Um, him and his friends all huddled around it. They did a double take to make sure they were in the clear. And then one of them dug up the vodka and said, all in all, it took us about 20 minutes. Uh, then, but then all they, now, all they got to do is go buy a soda, pour the vodka in there. They got a festival drink 
catch them a nice festival buzz and moving on with their fucking day of fun. Now that, dude, you are fucking brilliant. I'm giving you your props right here on the Hollywood Hick program, on the Crab Diving Network, www.crabdiving.com on account of that is brilliant. And that also about does it for me here, y'all. I had so much more to talk about. I'm going to do another episode here in the next couple of few days on account. I got to get back on track. I apologize for being off track, but when people start dying around me, the hick tends to shut down apparently because I just didn't know what to do with myself between that and that place I go to every day expecting me to do all this crazy shit all the fucking time. I'm just saying. But this here's been the Hollywood Hick on the Crab Diving Network, www.crabdiving.com. Make sure to follow the Facebook, facebook.com backslash the Hollywood hick and um, I'm out of here I'm fixing to go put myself together so I can go to one more day at this place I go to every day before I head off to the wilderness of Malibu for an annual camping trip alright y'all be good stay out of trouble and I will talk to you mother truckers soon do the lamb do the lamb do bitches Buh, bye bye Wow.